This is an All Ears English Podcast, episode 159. Three ways to be a motivated English learner. Welcome to the All Ears English Podcast, where you'll finally get real native English conversation with your hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Gabby Wallace, the language angel from Boston, USA. get enough of All Ears English? We can't get enough of you either! We made a four-hour video course with four phrase guides that go together. You're going to learn the four keys to connecting with American people. You can instantly download the whole course. Just go to allearsenglish.com slash keys, K-E-Y-S. Are you feeling a little unmotivated? In today's episode, we're going to share three mental tricks that you need to get in order to motivate yourself now. Hey, Lindsay, how are you? Ugh, Gabby, I am not feeling good today. Oh, what's wrong? I just have no energy. No energy. I have no motivation. No motivation? Well, wait, I just read an article in Time Ma- Times Magazine, Time Magazine, <laughs> <laughs> about three ways that you can improve your motivation yourself. Do you want to talk about it? No, I don't have the motivation to talk about that. Well, <laughs> let me just tell you, let me just tell you a little bit, because it's really interesting. Okay, you- I'll listen for, you know, 10 seconds, then I got to go back. I was taking a nap. Do you, do you have feelings? <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> well, what I learned is that your feelings really control your motivation. Really? Yeah. Do you have emotions? <sighs> On the good days. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I learned is that your feelings and emotions always win out when it comes to taking action. I shouldn't say always, but they usually win when, when you put thoughts versus Feelings or emotions, your feelings and emotions win, and you'll follow them. Well, what does that mean for me? Let's say, for example, I'm an English learner. Okay. Let's imagine that I'm an English learner, and yeah. I'm really struggling with my motivation. Right, because everyone does. I think there's days when you just don't feel like studying anymore, and Ugh. you've lost your motivation. So, okay, so what does that mean as an English learner? That's a great question, especially for our listeners, right? So, you guys have to... Use your feelings and emotions to support your language learning. What I mean is you have to figure out what gets you excited. Mm. Is it a kind of like something from our culture like music? Do you like American music? Do you want to meet American friends? Maybe there's a social reason why learning English makes you excited. Or maybe there's another reason that's a personal reason or a professional reason. So do you mean that I'm going to remember more if I'm learning when I'm excited? Like when I'm emotional? That's true. And then I'm going to get more motivated because I'm learning more? It's going to be a positive feedback loop? Absolutely, both. You're going to want to take action to study more if you're motivated. Hmm. And you're going to be motivated if there's some feeling associated with studying English. So if you're feeling bored about English, mm-hmm. you're not going to want to study it. But if you can attach some meaning, some emotion, something exciting uh-huh. that gets you revved up and excited to, to study English, it's going to help you. 
Okay, so that's okay. the idea, but I really wanted to share, you know, three suggestions from Time Magazine that might help you with your motivation. Okay. Well, I'm already feeling a little more motivated now that you Good. shared this positive <laughs> idea. So, okay, give me one more. Okay, one more. well, there's three. There's three. That was just the background. So, oh. um, let me let me give the first one to you. The first one is get positive, okay? Get positive. What the Ooh. heck does that mean? Well... When you think positively, when you're optimistic or you try to find reasons to be happy, you get more done. Mm. Although I, I would I would just add one caveat here, okay. my, my point of view. Yeah. I think that yeah, it's it's important to be positive, but we can't ignore negative emotions. Oh, that's a good so point. So if 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 I've just had like a death in my family or mm -hmm. I've gone through a breakup or something really hard, I yeah. can't just like trudge through and say, ah, put on a happy face. I agree. That's right? a very good point mm -hmm. because you know that's life. We go through mm -hmm. ups and downs and it's normal yeah. to have those downs. So don't ignore those. Exactly. But if you if you're having a normal day and you're finding yourself having you know a difficult choice between should I be happy or should I be sad today yeah really try to push yourself to look on the bright side and yeah, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. no I, you'll find that when you push yourself to find the silver lining which is the positive side you're going to feel more energy yeah. and you'll you'll feel more motivated to get things done yeah, and this is something we talk a lot about in my in my Dharma classes. I study nice. Buddhism. I always talk about this, but it's just cool. my thing, right? Yeah. So we talk a lot about how to rest in um, more, as we, we call it, wholesome states, and that has different mm. uh, has a different meaning as uh, compared with your traditional meaning of wholesome. Anyway, wholesome means basically happy, peaceful states. So in any given moment, I, right now it's really hot in our recording studio, <laughs> so I could rest on the fact that I'm sweating. Or I could rest in the fact that I'm here having fun with Gabby, right. and we love Allers English, mm, and yeah. it's good. So that's a wholesome state. I could rest in that. That's and that great. Could help me be so positive. it's about your focus. Right. So when you're right. out practicing your English, you could rest on your mistakes, or you could rest on the fact that you're surrounded with fun people practicing a great language. Oh, that's fantastic. So it's all about where you choose to put your focus. So there's another tip that I actually use pretty often, like... Let's say, you know, I just finished training for a, a triathlon, and one thing that I told myself was when I finish the triathlon, I'm going to buy myself a new pair of sneakers, a new Ooh. pair of running shoes. Oh. Okay, so that's a reward. That's dangling the carrot in yeah. front of your face, right? Okay. And I'm not getting a new pair of running shoes until I finish that triathlon. That was enough to get you to run a full <laughs> triathlon? There Jeez. were other reasons. <laughs> there were other reasons, too. But that was like an added benefit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So reward okay. yourself. What if kind of? Sorry. Go ahead. No. If you do something that you've been meaning to get done, you can treat yourself. What kind of rewards could our English learners, our audience, our listeners, what could they offer themselves? Well, I suggest a positive reward. You know, not anything that's going to be harmful to your health or harmful to others, of course. <laughs> but <laughs> for example, something positive might be, you know, maybe taking yourself out to dinner or cooking getting an ice dinner, cream, getting ice cream. Maybe just going for a walk, like giving mm -hmm. yourself some free time to do something that you enjoy. Um, you could buy something for yourself, you know, but there's also options if you don't want to spend money. You can, you know, uh, participate in maybe a, a pickup sports event or give yourself time to do something you enjoy, even if it's watching a TV program. Or if you like nature, just a walk through yeah. the woods or a nice walk by a river, something like that. 
Yeah. Oh, Treat yourself to mm-hmm. an iced coffee. Mm-hmm. You know? Sounds good right now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> when you get through a hot recording day. <laughs> the last tip I wanted to share is to use peer pressure. So use the social pressure of the people around you to really reinforce your goals and surround yourself with people who you want to be like. Absolutely. And we talked a few months back about setting up an English mastermind group. And this is a good example. It is. Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, it's it's, um, very important to surround yourself with people who have similar goals or similar outlooks. You know, if you're trying to be more positive, try to surround yourself with positive people. Try to surround yourself with people who may help you with your English goals. and, Mm -hmm. And you'll see more of an improvement. Yeah, and when we talk about this, I always get that quote by Jim Rohn coming up in my mind, you're the average of the four people you spend the most time with. Oh, that's great. Dangerous, right? I mean, it could be great or it could be not so great. So that's why we need to be very conscious of who we're spending time with. Yeah, think about the four or five people who you spend the most time with Mm -hmm. and would you want to be like them, more like them. Hmm, something to think about. There you go. So, Lindsay, I can see you're feeling more motivated. Look what's happened. It's amazing. Your tips are incredible. Thanks to Gabby and Time Magazine. (laughs) Thanks so much for listening, guys. I hope this has given you some good tips to motivate yourself when you're feeling a little unenergetic. These are the top three tips. Get positive, get rewarded, and get peer pressure. Thanks, guys. If you want to put your ears into English more often, be sure to subscribe to our podcast and iTunes on your computer or on your smartphone. Thanks so much for listening and see you next time.